Hello, welcome to Working Mother Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Craig Broadwith, and I'm excited to connect with you weekly to meet the artists, explore the art, and unpack what it means to work and mother. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy. Today on the podcast, I connect with Angela Anderson, project partner and communications director of Working Mother Experience. We talk many things of what it means to work and mother, the journey with my art and where I'm at today, how this project was born, and how we want you to get involved and explore the art on your terms. Last night, I had the opportunity to interview one of our first contributors uh, to the Working Mother Experience. And uh, in that conversation I had with, uh, with Chris, uh, neighbor and friend, uh, she shared at the end how apprehensive she was feeling about sharing her own art and uh, wondering if, you know, how it would be received. And in the conversation, I realized how important it is if, if I'm asking folks to share what it means through paint, marker, crayon, clay, poetry, photography, what it means to them to be a working mother, it's only fair that I share my own journey and process and my art first, because it's incredibly vulnerable and uh, a little bit, uh, what's nerve wracking, I think, to put yourself out there. And so uh, my my, uh, project partner in this, the amazing Angela Anderson, communications director for working mother experience is generously agreed to ask me some questions but more so for us to have a conversation tonight uh and talk a little bit about this journey this process the emotions that have come up and and maybe quell some of the fears that folks might be having that might be stopping them from even putting uh pen paint whatever paintbrush to paper to get started and then the next step to just to share it right so hi angela Hi, so glad to be here. <laughs> I don't know if you had a choice. Like, what are you doing tonight at eight? <laughs> yes, I would just like to clarify that Morgan mentions me as a partner, which I really appreciate. But this really started, well, this has been your brainchild 100%. And then we were cross-country skiing and <laughs> Morgan... <laughs> pounced the idea onto me and, <laughs> you know, started talking about this project, which I did find super, super interesting, as well as terrifying um, to submit a piece of art, which I'm absolutely not used to. That's definitely out of my comfort zone. But um, just to be part of this whole project, which I think is really important right now for us all to be able to find connection. And I think we'll get a little bit more into, you know, what the idea was behind it and the purpose behind it as we chat. But um, I just really liked the idea and basically said, I'm in, I'm I'm jumping on for the ride and the train took off. And next thing you know, (laughs) (laughs) the train took off, such a good description. Next thing you know, here we are. So I just (laughs) want to preface it by saying that, you know, this is, yeah, Morgan's awesome idea and super excited to be part of it. But I don't want to take credit for 
things that I did not devise. In case it goes completely off the rails, like I'm just. right now um and staying home just because it's been so hard and it's actually easier in many ways to do that and yeah just the fact that we're talking about this experience it's kind of like on one hand it's like well yeah of course women have been working for a long time and you know should we be past sort of exploring this but then in another sense absolutely it's a unique experience and I know I find it incredibly difficult sometimes totally worth it um, and many many benefits but it can be hard and so I just find it super interesting that we're talking about that right now as we're seeing like I'm seeing friends leave the workplace and you know women who are successful and I look up to and I'm like you know, they're my kind of idols leave the workplace because it's just easier to, to do that in this time of, you know, craziness in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's a really interesting, is it to your point about, are we, do we need to keep exploring this? Right? Like, have we not had this conversation a few times over? And the answer is, yeah, sure. We have had this conversation uh, many times over about, working, mothering, or entering the workforce, staying in the workforce, taking gaps from the workforce. Um, but to your point around the the number of folks having to make significant alterations to how they work and live in order to survive and attempt to thrive. I don't know about you, but I don't know if I'm in the thrive zone, um, but attempt to survive and figure out a path forward for their family. It's opening up a whole new type of conversation. And it actually came up last night in talking to Chris around uh, working mother and what's our definition of working mother or how do we define ambition? Because when I first started this, it really was for women who were working external. Okay. But now I, like, this is where I work, like internal in my basement. Hello, these walls all day, every day. And so, but now so what is that definition of working? Because you are absolutely working when you are in the home caring for your child or your children. My God, I think you're working even more to some extent, or working differently. And, and then ambition to me has always been characterized or associated with women who want to progress and develop in an external, like in a out of the home career. That's how I've always looked at ambition. And when she said that last night, it really gave me a moment for pause. In that ambition, you could be an ambitious, stay-at-home working mother or working in the home. I however you want to call it. I don't know what the right way to call it is. And so now we're seeing this, this switcheroo that's happening with people coming back to being at home with kids, maybe not out of want necessarily, but force. Uh, but yeah, can that's... you be, yeah, can you be a working you, you are a working mother and you can be an ambitious one at that too. So it's really getting me to rethink about this too, and maybe expand even who, who we want involved in this art project, because all, all of us have a story to tell. Well, that's, I think one of the really interesting parts about it is that you want all these different perspectives and it means 
different things to different people. And you look at someone who has been able to adapt their work perhaps, or maybe even change careers, but still work at home and take care of their kids full time. Like bless those people. I don't know how they do it, bless those um, people. but wow. you know, there's that, there's that. And, you know, yeah, I think like as women, we almost like have been had to be, make our work more flexible and had to advocate for that because um, of the kind of the systems in place, but maybe I won't get into too much. We are going to go down a rabbit hole, but we absolutely are, (laughs) but I can see, yeah, anyways, but uh, anyways, I agree. We'll, we'll come back. We'll do another podcast. We have to do another podcast on all these different (laughs) topics that are going to come up just in the themes of the art. Cause even in chatting with the artists who've submitted, there's a lot of richness in the different perspectives and their experience and their similarities, but there's also, as you said, the diverse experiences that we want to capture um, and what it means. And so I don't necessarily want to stop voices or contributors because they're working in the home solely looking after children, which I truly, man, it's, it's yeah, not, I, I don't having, yeah. having a job whether it's your own business or whatever, a job, but also having children at home. No, but no, just not just, it's not the right word. You are a stay at home mom. Like you're mm. working, your job is caring for children. And yeah, for sure. that is, for sure I, is, I often, you know, we chatted about it last night and it does, it has had this like bizarre, it has a marketing problem or a branding problem. I guess that's for you, your communications and around, (laughs) you know, we kind of undervalue it or undersell it. And the immense, the immensity of that, uh, that I outsource to someone else on a daily basis. Um, (laughs) another rabbit hole. We're not used to sitting, talking about these things. Like, honestly, we're used to researching like crazy and reading books about and thinking about our leadership. Well, at least for me, thinking about leadership at work, communication at work, nurturing team members and all of that. And yes, we read parenting books, but how often do we actually sit down and talk about, I guess you could call it the intersection of the two and how that's really our identity and what that means. Not very often, like honestly, not very often. Not very often. Let's focus back on you because I think we want to have everybody's individual perspectives on this. And um, and yeah, I think it's great that you want to kick this off with uh, with yourself. So what? Yeah. So we talked about how long you've been. Um, what do you do as a working mama? Because I bet you that'll be different for everybody too. Uh, so I have in the daytime, in the working, the main working hours, I work for an energy company in HR and I'm in a new role. Uh, so I'm totally a fish out of water right now. Uh, I'm used to working as a subject matter expert in culture and diversity and inclusion. And so now I'm, I'm moving into more of a generalist role. They're rounding out my, my uh, edges in this role. So uh, it's a, it's a, yeah. I'm in uh, the uncomfort or the discomfort zone of growing in a new space. And then I do run my own small business, Live It Active, where I run retreats uh, for professional women striving to balance 
home and work. And so you can see that theme is recurring for me of this is something I struggle with and I try to um, understand more about myself as a mother and as a uh, worker and career person who's always been um, to my own detriment at times striving. And I think that's a wonderful thing, but I also think it can be quite a, well, it's quite exhausting thing and, and, and can be detrimental to, to many things. And again, that's another blog post maybe, or what is this called? Uh, podcast. A podcast is not a blog post, get it together, <laughs> get it together. Uh, and so, and then, uh, and then this is, and then as a mama, I've got two kids, which I talked a little bit about five and three girl and boy. And uh, as you said, Angela, best decision I've ever made. Zero regrets on, on choosing to have children. And I'm so grateful uh, that we were gifted these two. Uh, and so while that comes with great challenges and uh, just can't, I, I wouldn't change it for anything. So that's sort of that answer in a nutshell. Have you ever considered leaving your work? and being a stay-at-home mom because I think it's probably crossed all of our minds a little bit but some people may have thought about it more than others that's a really good question and I absolutely have thought of it uh and I think it's because in those moments of bliss and joy when you're experiencing your kids at their sublime and you're at your sublime and you're in peak you just you're all there in that moment. You're thinking, oh my gosh, I only get so many of these. These aren't infinite. These are finite experiences. And I am limiting my, my experience of these experiences by the, my choice to go to work. And for us, you know, we've talked about it. There is flexibility now at this stage in our life where could we make an adjustment in one person, uh, works and the other person does not right and and very open conversation it's not just a one-sided for me as the woman or the mother to do that very much open to the idea of my husband uh exploring that option and so you know it's now as i say choice it's i use that word choice very intentionally because it is a choice for us to continue to both work and i think it is because we both derive something from it not just a paycheck but that is nice let us not deny that fact and it and uh, so it's, it's an intense one. And I, and I don't know if one is ever completely settled on an answer because there probably is no right answer or approach. And, but I feel for myself that I need to have an outlet where I have some semblance of control on the activities that I do at certain points in the day. Uh, and that, it's allowing another part of my brain and personality and ethos to flourish. And in doing so, it actually allows me to be a more attuned and connected and happy mother. And I think that's really important to understand what it is that brings you joy. Now, there's not all moments with my job that bring me joy. In fact, at times I'm like, F this, I'm out. But <laughs> Uh, I guess I could say fuck this because it is my blog. Uh, this is not a blog. This is a podcast. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there are those moments. You just have to put a warning on it. This is, this is a yeah. podcast. I almost said blog again. <laughs> but you have uh, to put a warning at the front, curse words. Oh, you do? 
okay curse words curse words uh curse and especially called curse words like i don't know if that's what they put in the warnings but like (laughs) isn't it what's like language they say something language i don't know if they say curse words but i'm gonna use words i've heard yes definitely yes i think we should i think we should go with that curse words (laughs) uh so I do think it's an important thing to pause and actually reflect on what fulfills and enriches you on the whole day to day. Sometimes people or projects or things are challenging and then that will help to answer that question for you. Yeah, I, I uh, agree with that. And I think we're similar in that way. I feel like my work brings me a lot of, um, just yeah I guess that joy even though like you said like it's not joyful necessarily (laughs) but it's challenging and it's really such a key part of my personal identity that I feel like I'm a much better mother when I'm when I'm at work and I'm I feel like I also show my kids something about myself and that's really important Hmm. um now that said I think yeah I would say like I'm a better mom because of what I do to fulfill me in my day-to-day life not to say I couldn't find that if I was staying at home with them but I probably couldn't (laughs) I'd probably be miserable. Like, honestly, it's so, I have great kids, but I think like for me personally, I need that, um, just that external challenge and always continuing to learn in a specific way. And I know you can learn from, I'm sure you can learn many lessons from, you know, doing life with your kids when they're small. But for me, it's, it is so, so important. Yeah. I, I think the challenge for me, and I'm thinking through it as we're chatting is I feel very similarly and I, but my only comparators of when I have not worked and mothered are my maternity leaves. And I struggle so much on my maternity leaves because at that time you're so low on sleep and I'm not like, I'm basically operating as a shell of my former self because of the no sleep. And so it isn't a time where I'm there. Of course there are pockets and moments of like pure bliss and joy, but it's not, I don't have the energy or the capacity or the cognitive ability to be exploring and testing and growing myself intellectually, which you can do, you know, I think from home, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have the wherewithal, but in those two years that I'm using as my barometers to help me determine whether or not I can stay at home or can go to work, there's such challenging years that they're probably, it's probably not a fair comparison if I'm being really honest with myself. And maybe, maybe, I don't know, this would be an experiment who knows my boss is listening to this. You're probably like, no, thank you. But, you know, do a detox, right? Like do a, do a, do a three month work detox. And, you know, but you have, this is the other thing you have to have the financial means to do this. 
and have your kids in care a little bit. So you get some time for you and then you've got your kids and then you slowly gradually bring the kids on and then maybe see what happens. Right. Because I think the thing for me, like I need two parallel realities to test what would happen in those anyways, another rabbit hole. No, I know. I just, one more comment on that. I think even that wouldn't necessarily be a fair comparison because you would have a short time period in mind. Like I could definitely take three months off work. Oh no, three months detox and then gradually work into having your kids at home. So you've got like a transition period. Uh, So it's, and then you're like, yes, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it. I'm I'm detoxing. Yes. And then to, to into it and then give yourself, maybe, maybe you would look at it like a, you'd have to do a year, like a trial period or something like that. I don't know. This is my controlling nature. It would definitely be a huge adjustment. It would be huge. I, uh, the other thing too, is I think it depends on the kid because Mm. I think like, um, I think you and I are both lucky enough that our kids like love their, wherever they're being taken care of during the day, right? Like my daughter loves her daycare. And so if that wasn't the case, and if that situation wasn't so great, then that could potentially sway you. But because she's happy, I'm happy, you know, husband's happy, (laughs) then it's all good. But okay, so all that to bring me back to a question. (laughs) How long is this going to be, Morgan? Um, What's the best part of being a working mother? I think we've probably touched on it, you know, a lot in that answer around, you know, what does it, what does it give? And it, it does typically, I'm going to use that word typically, nourish me in a different way than I experience in other realms. And in fact, I think this is something I've really been exploring is that I often feel considerably more capable and competent in the work world than I do as a mother. And, and, and so it, it boosts my, my confidence a little bit to help me go and weather some of the ongoing and inevitable storms that come with parenting. And I think it's just because if I look at it, I'm, I'm still learning in that space, right? I'm only five years in. And I think I truly do believe it is a lifelong journey, but it's really hard. It's so it, working is hard, but parenting is so much harder. And so I need something to like, hold on to a little bit where I can go like, well, at least I'm capable in some areas because <laughs> I often feel in parenting, like I'm just sort of floundering around, uh, trying the best I can not to damage my children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I totally feel that. I think there's more at stake. It's much more, high, it's much more high stakes. If you make a huge mistake parenting, if you make a huge mistake on the job. Well, I mean, hopefully you learn from it and move on very worst case scenario, lose <laughs> some money, happen, but yeah, yeah, lose some money, lose a job, get a new yeah. one kind of thing. But with kids, it's like, yeah, hopefully you don't really mess them up for life. (laughs) Yeah. What are they going to come back to me with and like blame me for when they're seeing a shrink in their twenties. And so I think it's that, you know, it's not, if that's a, you're like, this is terrifying. Who's this person? Um, But no, I think it's that work nourishes me and it does fuel me. And uh, it, 
it enables a different part of my brain to be activated, which I probably, in all honesty, if I was working from home, uh, I would find ways to activate that part of my brain. And I think, cause I know a lot of people who do that. And I do think it also buoys me, boys me, whatever you, however you want to say it, uh, when parenting, when the weight of it, uh, sometimes brings me, brings me down and it sort of reminds me that no no you you are capable you can figure things out you can problem solve you can find a way to be a better parent maybe not the best parent but a better parent you can show up differently you've seen yourself do that at work uh what what can you take from there to apply here why why did you start this project oh so good question um i'm actually so excited by this project. I I think it will take maybe longer than two to three years, (laughs) you know, maybe five, 10, whatever. You know, I started this project in, it all started back in August of 2020. And I was out for a walk, listening to some of my electronic beats. And uh, there was a song and I often listen, no, no, uh, it's it's all instrumental. And uh, And then as I was walking, I just had this vision and these visions, and they were very kind of ethereal images. They were very abstract, kind of moving across a movie screen of of my mind. And it was of, you know, the form of a mother or a woman, and it was a mother and and moving across her day and just, you know, aligned with the music perfectly. And so I just sort of saw this fluid movement of, of going from, you know, getting breakfast and getting them dressed, getting yourself out the door, getting, to, you know, getting to the office, getting set up, going to meetings, being told you're too emotional, have had that happen last year, um, being told you're too, uh, I guess, aggressive. There's all kinds, it's all kinds of dreamy feedback I received last year. And, uh, and so I, you know, it's just like, oh my God, how the hell do you want me to show up? Like, you know, I've got to be this like soft, yin, gentle, you know, mother at home. And then I've got to be this like, you know, and I do work in the energy industry. So it does have its own kind of ethos about it, but like, you know, hard nose, very masculine energy environment, which brings out my very red personality. So I'm just like, oh, it's just so hard, you know? And then I envisioned sort of all these layers, Right all the different layers that we sort of wear and you could, you could call them armor, or you could call them energies. Uh, they all have different connotations with them, but I just sort of envisioned all these layers. And then as this, you know, mother's journey uh, progresses, she's sort of working through taking those layers off, right. And finding, finding that unified self. And so that was sort of my, my, I, I'll, I'm going to call it a cognitive download. Like it just sort of came to me. It was crystal clear and I knew I needed to share it. And so then started the journey of trying to figure out a way to bloody share it. And so I, I thought it has to be animation. Like it has to be, it, there has to be motion in it because there was motion in the vision. And uh, I don't know a thing about doing any of that. Like, how the heck do you do animation? So I started looking at out for animators because I thought maybe I could hire someone who could translate what's up here, you know, onto, you know, an animation. (laughs) And so then I'm going around just randomly emailing animators and they're all like, yo, random lady, 
we've got jobs who are actually going to pay us a lot of money to do this stuff. And um, no one really wants to work on your passion project because they have their own passion projects because they're artists. And they were all lovely about it. Like I'm sort of tongue in cheek or whatever. They were all lovely. And then they said, hey, have you heard of quick draw animation in Calgary? And I said, of course not. And, uh, and so then I got connected there and I'm asking them a zillion questions and they gave me some different ideas on oil, like oil on glass, like painting acrylics or oil on glass. And it's much more fluid for stop motion animation. So then I thought, perfect, let me do that. And uh, not going to sign up for a course, just going to rent the equipment because I'll figure it out. <laughs> and so then in comes the animation equipment. And uh, my husband, he's just the most like, thank God, calm, just calm man. He just is, what are you up to now? Right? Like, what, what are you doing tonight? Oh, recording a podcast. Okay. Never know what you're going to tell me. And so, uh, so I start start painting and it is so hard. So animators do 24 frames per second. So in order to do a minute, don't do the math on me, but it was like 760 frames. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like it's so crazy. Like they, yeah, I've watched a bit of those behind the scenes, like for various animation films and it's beyond my level of comprehension so I give you credit for even looking into this so so I will out of for vulnerability the sake of vulnerability I will share those images on Facebook I will share this dot motion animation and my journey with it uh and yeah, I, I hope I, you brought. I hope you bought the rights to the song you were listening to. I haven't bought the rights yet to it, but I <laughs> will. Need I need to do it. I know. I was like, yeah. how can I contact this DJ? <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, did that, and I had it for two months, and it was such a journey of you know, another side of my brain and failing and hating it and sucking at it and all these things. And just finally sort of saying, I'm giving this rental equipment back. I need to pause and I'm going to relook at how can I bring this to life? And then I brought out my watercolors again and I love watercolor. And then I started playing around with shapes and forms. And I finally found the form that I wanted to use. And then I, I tried cutting out my watercolors and putting them in stop motion animation. Sorry, I hadn't given the equipment back yet. And then, and I have all these like little envelopes of all these, I've just hit my mic. I have all these little envelopes of cutouts. So anyways, you can tell that this is, this journey has been going on since August. And then it was only, I'll have to look at the date of the email of when I sent that original email out to the group of working mothers. Mm -hmm. Because literally that morning I was laying on the couch, probably trying to think of ways of like, how can I get out of doing this art? <laughs> so painful, but. So you crowdsourced it. I crowdsourced it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but, but I had this, like, again, this really clear download of you need other stories. You okay, need- so I just want to so I just want to be super clear for anybody else who is thinking that this sounds interesting to them and that they may want to be involved. 
you're not expecting everybody <laughs> to spend six months on a project, right? No, 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 no. That is such a good clarification. No, it could be like um an hour, it could be an afternoon, it could be over the course of a few weeks. If if mine has been more so this like I just wanted to see where it went. And and maybe that will also be other people's journey and that this takes a lot longer than you think it might need to, or it might take an hour. So I would encourage, well, some people might be, again, totally, yes, I'm in, no problem. Let me get my paint set. I have my studio and I'm <laughs> going to do this right now. But if you're anything like me, maybe you want to think about this. When you talked to me about the idea when we were skiing, and then I, I was thinking about it at first, my first reaction was terrified. And then I've honestly been thinking about it mostly because you've sent me about a thousand emails, but also <laughs> this is what it's like to work with me in text, <laughs> but also because I just find it, it's so compelling that I've started to kind of just think about it in my brain more and honestly look like I, I'm kind of constantly looking at pictures on my phone, like just even deleting for space because I want to download something else, but just looking at, you know, pictures of like when we, when, you know, everything shut down and everybody was working from home at first. And some of the pictures from that time, I started looking at that and just little things started formulating in my mind to, so for me, that's the pre-production phase <laughs> of anything. Like I'll think and think on it first without putting it on paper and so um, I feel much closer to potentially putting something on paper now than I did for sure. So that's what I think, yeah, I would encourage, you know, if that sounds compelling to you to just start thinking about it and not even think you have to do anything about it for now, watch some of the art that's going to be shared and, and maybe get inspired and then, um, yeah, just... I think that's a really good point on the pre-production. I love that. And that we all come to this in different places, in different states of mind, and also require different amounts of time in order for it to feel right. And for, you know, for those who have submitted their art, some came quickly, but the majority, this has been a, it's a journey, right? There may be a few iterations of it. And it's not meant to be perfect. And that's why I'm going to share my first piece of art. And then I'll, I'll share some of the stop motion, but I'll share the first thing I drew to actually inspire the stop motion. I'll share the stop motion, but it's, it's out of that. I'm not an artist. I'm, I'm, I'm an amateur artist and there's no expectation that we're going to be professional artists. That's ludicrous unless you are a professional artist working mother and we absolutely want you to contribute as well <laughs> uh and so you know to remove that one right remove that pressure and to to sort of just let that side of you or that yeah that creative self which i do believe is is deep within all of us and it does become more suppressed as we get older because there are so many things that we need to do on a daily basis to care for others or to work or whatever, and maybe put some time for herself. And that this is that piece, right? Like just a small piece for you and, and 
you know, we often give ourselves all these labels that aren't actually grounded in truth because we are creative just in by essence of being human. And uh, so to give yourself a shot, to give yourself the space. I love it. Yeah. This is the, the exciting thing about this for me is that my journey started and I'm past pre-production and I'm into production, but I'm still in the midst of production while also working to connect with and celebrate and share the stories from working mothers from around the world. And what I'm excited about is to see where this can grow and evolve into. And I don't actually have necessarily the roadmap carved out. And I'm trying to give myself that space also within my art, like on a micro level, Mm -hmm. and then on a macro level with this project, I don't actually know where it will go in its entirety, but I'm so excited to give it the space to sort of creatively grow into itself, just as I will for my art as well, because that will change over time. And to your point that you made when we were skiing, is that the context that we're in right now of COVID might also shape the art differently. And that'll be really interesting to see what's the art that we get right now versus the art that we get in two years from now or the art that we get in five years from now. And so, because context, I think, what did you say? What did you say when we were skiing? Well, I just think, yeah, everybody, art is so emotional. And so it, it really does depend on the context that you're in and like for me definitely what I will hopefully end up creating (laughs) if I can get out of the pre-production stage is is going to probably be just a different because I want to make it an idea of what I think what it is for me to be a working mom right now and so you know who knows what will be five years from now and so I, I just like the idea of it being iterative. This whole project is a bit iterative and also you don't really know where it's going to go. And that's really the story of our experience as working moms. Good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Wow. Profound. Let's end this podcast. It's not a blog. It's a podcast, not a blog. Uh on that. That's an amazing summation. So thank you, Angela, for answering all my emails and texts. And thank you for saying yes to doing the podcast tonight and for saying yes to being a part of this. And uh, I'm so excited to see where it goes. And thank you for everyone who listened to the very end. My God, it was longer than we thought. Hopefully they were going for a run or something while they were. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Thank you for leading and sharing your experience as you know one of the beginning interviews for this because I think it'll be super exciting to hear the rest and you know you set a good tone for sure thank you for tuning in to working mother experience podcast that's a wrap folks 